we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? Yeah, what you told us. I don't ever bring you guys around me like that. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hey everyone, this is Eddie with the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. Welcome back to This Week in Bravo Top 5. I'm here with my guest this week and partner in crime, Armin Arms. How you doing? I'm doing great, Eddie. I'm doing great too because I'm so excited once again to bring you our weekly show where we cover our top five stories of the Bravoverse that happen off screen. So here you guys are going to get stories five through three. If you guys want stories two, one, and the Han Bravo moment of the week, make sure you guys go over and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash hot and Bravo. That's H O T in beer A V O D. And you'll be able to get the Han Bravo moment of the week and the top two stories. Armin, are you ready to break down what is going down in the Bravo verse this week? Let's do it. All right. First and foremost, we have our number five story. So this one hails from our OC lady, Megan King Edmonds, who we know has been going through so much recently. And we might be hearing a little bit more about it because she has announced that she is officially launching a podcast with Brooke Burke. Now, this podcast is said to be all kind of things about sex, intimacy, relationships, including infidelity, where she will be talking about some of the gym problems going down, including the custody agreement that they most recently reached. Now, in a world of Bravo podcasts, <laughs> how do you feel about this one coming from Making King Edmonds? I'm curious. I think everyone has something to contribute on those topics, right? Right. <laughs> For the most part. So it could be interesting. I'd like to see the take that she has. Like, what's mm -hmm. the angle? Because there are a lot of... Would you describe that as a lifestyle podcast? Yeah, I feel like it's like a lifestyle podcast. I mean, she's talking about like dating and like relationships. And I feel like... It's kind of advice. advice -y. yeah. And yeah. it's it, it's not going to be really gossipy. I mean, except for the gym stuff. But that's going to be thrown in every once in a while. But she said she's going to basically have an expansion of her blog that she already has, which is about like motherhood, you know, like dating and obviously infidelity in a relationship or marriage. And I think it could be, I think it could be good. I mean, Brooke Burke, we know is like a huge, you know, she's a personality. She's a host. She does stuff like this all the time. So I feel like she could be the anchor right. of this, which is why I think it's a partnership instead of just Megan by herself. But I also am like, there's so many Bravo Liberty podcasts. I'd like to have them all in one place. Like, I feel like. Bravo is missing an opportunity mm. by making like a media group or producing or hosting these podcasts in like a central zone. Cause I feel like I have to go. So if I want to listen to like, you know, daily BS or weekly BS with Brandy and Stephanie, I have to go over here and I have to download that and subscribe. And then, Oh, I heard obviously Stassi's. I want to get Stassi's. And then like, Oh, I heard about making King Edmonds, but I'm going to forget about it in three weeks. So I'm never going to subscribe. I want a one-stop shop for all my Bravo podcasts. A Bravo all, feed. A Bravo feed for their yeah. YouTubes. Maybe like, even if the people are producing themselves, something where just to like host it to where I can find yeah. it all in one spot where you can find us too. And like other <laughs> podcasts, like a Bravo, a Bravo space. I don't know. It's my idea. It's my dream. 
It makes sense. It would be smart. There's yeah. so, I mean, Sheena has a podcast. James Kennedy has a podcast. Stassi has a podcast. Um, you know, like bring them all together and put them in a freaking thing. And then that's like a bundle, like Disney plus Bravo plus. Maybe we'll get this with Peacock. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know yet. Have you heard of Luminary? I have heard of Luminary. Right. So basically Luminary, but for Bravo podcasts only. Hey, sign me up. <laughs> $5 a month. Less than Disney Plus, I'll do it. There is something there. Hey, Andy, call me. <laughs> call me, Andy. Put it all under that Bravo umbrella. Well, speaking of Andy, Ooh. are you ready for our number four story of this week? If it's about Andy, I think I am. Uh, it's a little bit of drama because it looks like Andy's beefing with a Bravo celebrity, which happens pretty frequently these days. <laughs> I would, I used to say like, oh, Andy never fights with anyone. And now it's like, mm, Andy, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> Um, but on last night, I believe Watch What Happens Live on the December 11th, Watch What Happens Live. Um, sorry, December 8th, Watch What Happens Live. Um, we're not even at December 11th yet, guys. I am Christmas messed up. Andy made a comment about this dress Nini was wearing at, in the episode of Atlanta, that was the same dress that her strap broke at the night of a thousand doorbells in LA that special watch what happens live. And the comment was, um, he said, by the way, one of Nini's confessional looks this year is the same dress she wore to our big doorbell show in LA where the strap broke. So I guess she fixed her strap, which we love. <laughs> um, so Eva started laughing. Um, and Andy tried to be like, you know, we have eagle eyed researchers here being his staff. And then he's like, was that shady? I wasn't trying to be shady. And Eva's like, you're just like me. I didn't mean to, but sometimes it comes out. <laughs> so first, before I go into it, do you think this was shady? Yeah, it was a hundred percent. I think this is just me getting on my soapbox for a second. This is probably the part of the problem with fast fashion and fashion these days is that you're expected to wear something once, especially in Instagram. You have the one shot, you have the one picture, you have the one moment, and then it's like, okay, throw this outfit away. I can never wear it again. No, you could rewear, rewear stuff all the time. Right. I'm a big, I mean, I wear the same five outfits here. I'm not even joking you. It's like <laughs> jeans, this green shirt, these boots, maybe sneakers, maybe something else. Like it does not change from like the basics. And even if I do get photographed in something or Instagram in something, I throw a blazer on it you know, switch it up, throw a shirt under it. You know, you can, you can make things different and still the same, but you shouldn't feel, especially women that you have to throw away an outfit after you wear it once. And I feel like Andy was shaming her for outfit right. repeating, which is not okay. Oh, the standards are absurd. Like the expectations are, are simply unreasonable. And there are multiple layers to that comment. One, what you just touched on the fact that Nini wore an outfit twice, mm -hmm. uh, which again, there is zero problem with that, um, but I guess if you're an obscenely wealthy person, then you're just supposed to wear it once and toss it to the side. And then obviously the other element to it was kind of poking fun at the fact that, you know, the strap was broken yeah. and she had to get it fixed. It's all so trivial, yet I think in that bubble, Nini committed a faux pas to them. To them. To Andy. But it's not at all. It's like 0% faux pas. Oh, 100%. And she actually, someone actually posted recently 
Nini re- recycles a bunch of her looks, and this is the I first time. That. That's great. And a, a few Bravo celebrities have like this isn't this isn't something new. It seems like it was kind of pointed at Nini, and Nini actually does. Andy recycle his looks. A hundred percent. That suit I've seen a thousand times, and Nini actually brought this up in her Instagram caption. So she said, "Can someone please tell me what this the point of this is? Like I don't get it." That was two years ago. I wore this dress once, so I can't sit in a confessional with it on Bravo Andy. How many times have you recycled your suit and ties? Hashtag pointless. Hashtag messy. Why you care? It's enough that we hashtag RHOA ladies come for each other, and now we have to worry about the executives coming for us? No, I mean coming for me. Is It's not cool. Wasn't you interviewing those girls? Wasn't you interviewing those girls? What you mad about? Y'all stay coming for me, but as soon as I say something or do something, I'm wrong. I don't appreciate this at all. Honestly, Nini, speak your truth. I feel like this is, I feel like Nini has ruffled some feathers since last season. Right. I feel like Andy has clearly drawn a line of not anti Nini, but not pro Nini either. He's kind of staying Switzerland with ties to like. But the, he fell out of love. But he with fell Nini. out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's like with LVP. Mm-hmm. He used to adore LVP. But then at some point he sort of fell out of love with LVP. And while, like you point out, he never really becomes anti you. He's only really like anti Jax. But when he becomes like not anti you, but you know, no longer in love with you, then all of a sudden, you know, you start to become the. Uh, the of subject jokes. of yes, some below the belt jokes, even, or should I say below the strap? <laughs> well, that was a good one, Armin. <laughs> uh, but no, I agree. I think this was shady. I think Andy didn't need to do this. I think Nini has every right to call him out. Andy's a messy, messy. He's been messy, messier messy and messier guy. these days. It's like when, <laughs> remember the uh, the Titus drama? Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I used to say bro, Andy does not get in in beef with anyone, and now it's like every other day. It's like got beef here, got beef there. He might as well open up a McDonald's with all the beef he's serving. And when you're producing the shows that that he's producing, I think it's impossible not to get in that headspace. Yeah, I mean his entire job is to cultivate drama. Mm-hmm. How can you not, you know, get into a little drama yourself, right? I, yeah, I understand. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for a number three story? Ready. This one has to do with my girl, Sheena Shea. <laughs> you know, I love talking about Sheena, and she had a couple things happen this week that I want to talk about. The first and foremost, before we get into the talks about her new man, I have a, a breaking news. Lala, Kent, and Sheena Shea are coming out with a new podcast <laughs> you wish <laughs> a new song oh gosh it's called like a boss i saw a small clip of them on the internet somewhere doing a music video for this let me tell you the music video looks hot because we're like a boss <laughs> did you imagine <laughs> same exact rhythm oh my god i would die i'd be like no that would be iconic for sure but this is a new song i think lala like rap sings sheena talk sings <laughs> and i'm excited to see it i'm excited for it. i love that the vanderpump rules kids are like moving into the music space more so than the housewives have i feel like all of them mm. we've got she more than we've the got housewives have? Got, uh, from one show from one single show we've never had this many people in okay but the vanderpump rules cast is also like quadruple the size of like the entire house it's the core though because you've got sheena you've got lala you've got ariana you've got james they're all making music together 
I'm sure Raquel's gonna hop on a track soon. Come to my dog party. Did you mention Sandoval, by the way? I forgot about Sandoval. <laughs> yeah, Charles McMansion. Oh my gosh, guys. They're, all of but them. But it's such a different game. I have to point this out. They were all like young, aspiring models, actors, actresses, musicians working as servers and bartenders in LA. Yeah. It's a way different framework than Housewives. And Melissa where, Gorga from Jersey right, making her they club were, hit. You know, mostly some some were you know obviously employed, but a lot of them were housewives. Obviously, it's in the title. It's way different. The Vanderpump Rules cast is creatively inclined. Mm-hmm. Are, are they? <laughs> I'm gonna throw that right back at okay. you. True, are that's they? a questionable <laughs> statement for sure. Definitely questionable statement. However, I think it is fair to say that going into the show already, Sandoval was interested in making music. James Kennedy was already interested in DJing. Sheena, who did she she say that she wanted to emulate? It was in like the first season. Andy Cohen. She wanted to be the next Andy Cohen. <laughs> okay, she and did then say she that. wanted to be Britney Spears. Was it Britney? Oh my yes. gosh. Um, exactly. So Sheena wanted to be Britney. Uh, Lala came in. Lala just know, wanted to be famous. Wanted to be famous, but she also came in talking about how she had a great singing voice, and she came out with that another single de- with, with another James debatable. Well, I did like that song, like, ain't nobody that I'm feeling like like I'm I'm feeling feeling you, like I'm feeling you. By the way, that's not singing. It's like, ain't nobody like I'm feeling you. But I I did like that song. I didn't. I liked liked Boy Better. (laughs) Bye. Uh, But anyway. um, I'm excited for it. I guess you're not wrong. Yeah. Vanderpump Rules definitely has a lot of. Well, I'm ready for Like a Boss to drop, and I'm ready for this music video, and I will be living it up, playing this in the club. <laughs> I uh, I need to make like a full Housewives like soundtrack, like a playlist where I can just sit in the car, because I was driving back to the Bay Area for Thanksgiving, and I ended up listening to Crayshon for an hour, and I was <laughs> like, why am I listening to Crayshon when I could be listening to all of the Housewives? So Your favorite's on display, isn't it? Oh, no. My favorite is Good as Gold, obviously. You remember True. that time? Remember that time I told you that I was stuck in traffic for like an hour and 15 minutes and all I listened to the entire way was Good as Gold? But but it wasn't Good as Gold, right? You listened to the Good as Gold choir, cover, right? Choir, the choir, arra- cover. choir arrangement, yes. <laughs> I love that so much. We need to definitely make a playlist. We On should. display. Um, Grow up. Google me. Google, you know, Okay, maybe Google me is my favorite because I, be I favorite. always sing that one. You yeah. know I love a good Kim Seolsiak. Um, Money Can't Buy You Class. Well, yeah. Cheeks Say La Vide, Feelin' Giovanni. Ah, oh, Feelin' Joe. Then you could throw in all of Candy's songs that she's made, written, written. That's almost song. like not fair because Candy's like a legitimately great artist. It is fair. songwriter. She's the only one I trust. Um, But like... So what's the story here? That they're making a single? That's pretty cool. Okay. Good for them. I'm, I'm excited for them. I think it's cute. It's good. Um... I don't know if it's my most anticipated Bravo single. I heard that Luann is working on something. And anything, Lou? <laughs> I heard Luann is uh, working on something, too, with a Ooh. very big producer, which, by the way... Producer Chris? I don't remember who it is. It's actually some big guy who's done a couple like big... No, you remember um, Producer Chris, right? Wasn't that his name from season three? He's the person who produced uh, Money Can't Buy You Class. Well... He is, but he's not the one that's producing this next song. It's someone Chris else. Young. Is that it? No, that's the name of the producer oh. who produced Money Can't Buy You Class. Also, um, yeah, Luann has another song coming out, whatever. 
Um, good for you, Luann. I don't and know. Good for Sheena. I'm very proud of Sheena. I'm also good for Sheena. This is the other part of the the news. This is more. Oh, of there's number more. Three. There's news. more Sheena news. This is too much Sheena news for one week. Okay, there's never enough Sheena news for me. I am a Sheena stan. Uh, the one and only population. One. Population me. And you know what? I did see her at Life is Beautiful and I did tell her I loved her, but I was also so drunk and also getting tacos. So I had to run away. <laughs> but I hope if I see her again, I'll be like, remember me from Life is Beautiful? And she'll be like, no. What'd she say to you? Thank you. <laughs> Very Sheena response. <laughs> uh, but she has officially announced that she's dating her boyfriend, former rugby player from Australia or New Zealand or somewhere over in that area. Brock Davies. Now, there's a few things that were revealed recently, and she didn't. She brought him on her podcast, Shenanigans. Hmm. Um, did kind of like a little. She asked him a couple questions. Uh, the first thing that he mentioned was he was mad at Rob Valletta. Oh yeah. And the reason he's mad at Rob Valletta <laughs> is because this man hung a hung a TV in under seven minutes. Now he has to do everything <laughs> under seven minutes, so he has some beef. Um, to which, oh, he has to do everything. Yeah, under seven yeah right. Minutes? Oh, not okay, Armin. <laughs> okay, Armin. But but Sheena Sheena made fun of, like was made fun of Robin was like, well, no, he, the wall fixture was already up. He just had to hang it and plug it in. But I'd never have a man. I'd never had a man hang something for me before. To which Brock Davies replied, "You've never dated a man before," which was a dig at not only Rob but also. Shay. I have to roll my eyes. Right? This guy seems as messy as Sheena. Oh, yeah. You never had a man before. Please. What makes a man? Define a man. Nothing makes a man. I'm just saying Mr. this Davies. guy. No, I'm not talking to you, Eddie. I'm talking to Brock Davies. You know what? Rhetorically, because he's not here to answer well, me. I'd I, love to ask. Well, I think these men didn't treat her well, and I think that's what he's trying to say, that the real man has come in to sweep her off her feet, to show her what she deserves. Time will tell. At one point, Sheena was saying, Shay is the best. Nobody's better than Shay. I love him so much. We're going to live happily ever after. Well, what, okay, this is also the other thing. How about Rob? Remember? Oh, Rob, he's the best. Nobody's better than Rob. Oh, he's perfect. He's a man. Remember that? What's different this time? Nothing's different. It's that Brock is the flavor of the day. And the flavor of the day for Sheena is always the best flavor. And then when the, you when she gets the next flavor that day, that's the best flavor hey. of the day. It's like Baskin fucking Robbins. You know, 31 Armin, flavors. And whatever flavor she has that day is the best flavor. You know what? I feel the same way. Whatever flavor I'm having, <laughs> I love it. And I feel like that's how you have to be in relationships. Right. You can't be like one foot in and one foot out. And that's why I also have to give a lot of respect to Sheena is because when she's in a relationship, she's in a relationship. She's not playing games. She's like, I'm in it for you. You're the best. But there's I also delusion. You. It's like, oh yeah, nope. Shay was the worst human ever. He was always the worst human ever. I, I never wanted him. I never liked him. Can't believe we were ever together. Wait, hold on. How are you going to learn and grow and actually like have a su- successful next relationship if you can't actually sit back and like, you know, assess it for what it was, for what it actually was, which obviously must have had some good elements if you got married to that I person. I mean, now she says she loves Shay and that there was a lot of moments. Oh, she does? And there's a lot of things. And I mean, but look at Kristen Doty. Like there's, there's more and look at basically like my friends, me, I mean, I've had relationships where I've been like, yeah, that I'm obsessed with this person. They're amazing. And then it's like, okay, this person was like, like literally <laughs> or, like this person was gross. Shit. Like I can't believe it. But while I'm in it, I'm like, they're amazing. Things are so great. Things are different. Right. But I'm the, I'm, I'm Sheena. I told you I am a Sheena. I'm right. Sheena's son. But are you able to reflect and Only- say, 
well, there were certain things about this person that I liked. Yes. And they taught me this and that. Yes. Okay. But it took me a while to get to that place. Uh And that wasn't until this last year. And with my revenge body (laughs) rejuvenation. No, I really did. I Through that show, I really did learn how to analyze my past relationships, analyze myself, realizes that relationships happen for a reason. And I need Mm -hmm. to take the good out of it and understand what was good, what was bad, and grow and build so that I can have a better relationship. But up until a year ago, I was the Sheena Shea where I was like, this person sucks. Mm -hmm. I hate this person. when a month before I was like, they're the best thing in the entire world and I wouldn't do anything for them. And there's seven minute, uh, TV hanging. So do you think that, uh, Sheena is at a place currently where, where she's able to actually reflect back on, on her marriage with Shay and, and say that she's, she loves him because you said yeah. that she, she said that. Okay. I think so. But she's not at that place currently with Rob. No, I don't think so. Okay. So she just needs time. Everyone just needs some time. Yeah, that could be it. Um, and time's on her side. Hopefully things with Brock Davies work out. I'm excited to see this relationship move forward. She's keeping it a little bit more low key than she has in the past because she thinks like this might be the real deal, which Mm. good for you, girl, get that Australian money. All right. Um, I think that ends it for our top three or not top three, but our first three stories of the week. If you guys want to get our top two stories, one and two, um, both have to do with NYC, dun, 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 if you need a little information on that. And we have our Hot and Robin moment of the week, which is the moment on TV that got us the most hot and bothered. So if you guys want to make sure you don't miss that, head over to patreon.com slash hot and and subscribe to hear the rest. And we will see you guys next time.